Welcome to Read It Read It. I'm trying to find out what you all think about this podcast, so please press the link in the description and take a minute to fill out the form. We will be reading from r slash entitled parents. Our first post is by Marosa3. I'm currently pregnant with my first child and both my mom and stepdad have been terrible to me and my partner the entire time. Told us we would be unfit parents because we aren't married yet, legitimately screamed at my partner for knocking up their little girl, even though we planned the pregnancy. I finally decided to cut contact with them a few months after I found out I was pregnant. Having a child can already be a stressful time and having them around to make it worse was not something I was okay with. If they can't be nice to my partner then they don't get to see our baby. Plus they are the kind of people who don't wear masks in public and actively choose to be in large gatherings with no social distancing, so them seeing a newborn is out of the question. One day I sent my mom a very detailed ML of why she is not allowed to be a part of my life anymore and will not be seeing her grandchild. To make things even better, I also noted that we will be moving across the country shortly after she is born to be closer to other family members. So not only is she cut off, but we are literally moving far away and never coming back. She responds by showing up at our house at 11pm screaming outside our door about how it is her baby and she deserves to be there for it. I tell her to fuck off and eventually she leaves. Months go by and she will text me randomly asking about technical problems with her wifi router or something and needs help. Little things like that don't mean much to me and I sent her the info she needed. My cousin also had a virtual baby shower and sent my invitation to my mom's house accidentally so my mom came by to give it to me. Things slowly came to a point that we were fairly amicable with each other but I still stood my ground about our boundaries and nothing else had changed. She knew this. Then she sent me a video today that blew my mind. She redecorated her entire guest room to be a nursery. Crimp, changing table. $400 worth of newborn clothes, toy chest, stroller, a car seat for her car, and the list goes on. In the video she is in tears saying omg I can't believe my baby is going to be here soon, this is where she will sleep, where I will change her little diapers, these will be her toys. Is she psychotic? Her baby? Sleeping and living at her house. What? So I call her up immediately and I reiterate that we are still moving across the country soon and that she will have no contact with the baby before that. Her response? Oh okay we will see about that. Genuinely confused. What part of you will have no contact with this baby does she not understand or thinks will change in the next few weeks when she is born? Is she planning on stealing her from us? I'm at a loss for words. Edit, wow so many great tips from you guys. Thank you for the advice, I showed my partner the comments I have been getting, and I think we are starting to take this more seriously, and will be contacting a lawyer on Monday. I wanted to mention a couple things to clarify as well. I have been seeing a psychotherapist the past few months strictly due to the relationship I have had with my mother throughout my life and all of that is documented. My midwife and hospital is also very aware of the situation and the emotional stress I have been going through. So we will definitely be utilizing this in the case that she tries to sue us or call CPS. 
Also, due to the virus, only my partner is allowed to be with me during the birth anyway. We will be keeping things hush until after we move. We would have moved months ago if it was financially possible for us. We also spent a lot of money on my birth center here that is non-refundable. She is due in August and our lease ends in September. We already have everything set up to move and our other family is helping us out, just a waiting game at this point. My partner is my power of attorney if something happens to me during the birth. We are currently in a state that is against grandparents' rights. The only way she would be able to sue for visitation is if both myself and my partner were deceased. Even after we move, she still cannot file for GPS if she is living in this state. Our next post is by Keith the Ghost. This is not my story, but my friends who has asked me to post it here because her account is too new she is shaven turtle and I'll get her to comment below for if you anyone would like to message her. So this happened when I was a teenager, but I still think about it, and when I found this subreddit I just had to post so, when I was 17 I got pregnant and the father didn't want anything to do with it which was fine as we weren't even dating. I intended on putting the baby up for adoption, because I wasn't ready for a child, and I'm sure there is lovely people out there that could love and care and provide for my baby. However my aunt who already had 6 children 5 boys and 1 girl for some crazy reason automatically believed the child would be hers once I gave birth. She was also a terrible mother so there's no way my child was going to her. I asked my parents if they had told her this or anything and they had no idea. All they had told her is that I was pregnant and was going to give the baby up. I found all this out when I went to hers for my cousin's birthday. She made a comment about how she was going to have to make some room for the baby and I asked, wait why are you pregnant again? She laughed. And then told me no, when you give your baby silly. At this point I literally thought she had lost her marbles. I told her no I was giving my baby up for adoption. She just laughed once again and said sure that's what I'm saying now. I continued to clearly tell her no you are not having my child. Like this isn't some of can I borrow your Barbie doll this is literally a human. She just continued telling me I'll change my mind once I meet my baby. I gave up in the end because she just would not accept the fact I wouldn't give her my baby. When I went into labor my mom told my grandpa who told my aunt and she turned up at the hospital waiting for me to give her my baby. I was pissed and told her to leave. She finally left, and it was the weirdest experience of my life. I'm close to my cousins, and so I have seen her since, but I haven't really properly spoken to her since. My baby girl was stillborn, and it was devastating, and I know my entitled aunt made some comments to my parents behind my back, but to this day I refuse to find out what she said. Our next post is by drb underscore 097. Yesterday I, 22 meters, and my fiancé, 24F, were in North Carolina to visit my parents and spend time with them and celebrate my fiancé's birthday. Everything was okay Saturday and Sunday, but shit hit the fan on Monday. My fiancé had to work a 5-2 to shift on what would be today, and we were trying to see if we should leave at 4 or wait until after dinner. I said to wait until after dinner. But my parents never asked us what we would like, or if she would like what they were making. They made sausage and shrimp skewers. 
My fiancé doesn't much care for seafood and my parents already know that because I told them. My fiancé asks me if I could get some food for her and get gas for the car. She said she didn't like what they made and she didn't wanna take food from me given that my parents don't make enough for everyone. So I went and got gas and the food and brought it back. My dad saw the bag and straight up told us to get the fuck out of his house and that we are lies Amid, that we were texting under the table when in reality we were texting different friends at the time. My mom went to see what happened instantly went to speak to my dad then confronted us saying that we are liars and sneaky and don't appreciate what they do for us and told me the reason why I'm so skinny is because my fiancé eats all the food. They've done next to nothing for us, me and my fiancé have been together for nearly two years and they've never taken any interest to get to know her or figure out what type of foods she likes so that way we can all eat the same thing together. We left and about an hour into the drive my mother posts a long rant saying that we should see things from their side, that we're both liars and omit facts, and that we should push back our wedding in September because it's an inconvenience to them. I contemplated revoking their invite, but my fiancé said we should go ahead with what the plan is and show them how happy we are at our wedding as the ultimate fuck you to them. Though I'm still considering paying off my debts to them and then cutting them out of our lives. Edit, clarified that my parents accused me of lying bit and some grammar and spelling. Our next post is by Arknight40. Hey guys, I've heard that a lot of you want to read more about me protecting my sister's rights from our mother. So here we are. First, you may want a bit of context, but you can skip it if you want. My, homophobic, racist and addicted to alcohol and cigarettes, mom used to physically and verbally slash emotionally abuse me as a child, but since I'm an adult she can't get to me as much as she used to. But she continues to verbally and emotionally hurt my little sister. Her actions toward her family caused my father to divorce her and leave the house. Apparently, my mom mistreated my dad the same way she did and still does to us. I recently started a rebellion against her, I aim to protect my sisters, and I rights and freedom as human beings. It happened an hour ago. Before we get started, meet the cast, me equals looks like it's me, I equals insensitive birther I have to call my mom, ds equals desesperate sister. DS and I were sitting on the couch, minding our own business, and having a conversation about the new haircut DS wants to have. Her new haircut is an important part of her gender identity, because she wants to come out of the closet as gender non-conforming, the same way I did, I don't use they slash them pronoun for DS, because she told me she doesn't want to change her pronouns for now, as the conversation goes by, DS shows me a picture of the haircut she wants. I tell her it will undoubtedly look amazing on her, it really will. This is where Ibe chooses to interact with us. Ibe, what do you mean, getting a haircut? Me, mom, DS already talked to you about getting a new haircut. Why do you seem so surprised to hear about it? DS, look what I wanna get next August, she shows her the picture excitedly, a proud smile on her face, Ibe's face becomes suddenly red and a look of disgust and anger appears in her eyes. Ibe, oh no. Not that, absolutely not. You won't be getting that. You should have a longer haircut, but not that. It's too short, look at that. I don't want NTTH at FOIOU. 
DS's smile vanishes, now she looks sad. So sad. God I just couldn't stand it. Then she turned to me, with that same face. Her deep blues eyes screamed help me, she's yelling at me now, and I don't know what I did wrong today. I saw myself in her eyes. I was in the same position as her. When I was a minor I thought I was her property. I couldn't have an opinion, I couldn't be who I wanted to be, because I thought she owned my body. I remember how depressed I was, how desperate I was in the closet. I had nobody to turn to, but DS does. Because DS has me now. A bucket of rage and injustice fell on me, like it weighted the world. I forced the bucket into me to stay in me, I kept calm and I reacted. I'm going to use the power I have as an adult to counter Ribe's own abuse of power. Me, hey, why are you judging a person's choice of haircut? It's not like it will be your hair that's going to get chopped you know. Ibe is already fuming, she hates it when someone disagree with her. Ibe, well, DS a minor, and I said she can't have that haircut because it's too short for her, it's not actually her real excuse, she just doesn't want to have another child that doesn't conform to the gender Ibe chose for DS. LGBTQ phobic, you know? Me, I'm an adult too, and I say that it's not right to choose what DS has to do with her hair instead of herself. It's her body, not yours. Ibe, I'm still the adult, and I do what I want to my daughter. The conversation isn't really a conversation at that point. Ibe is screaming while I'm talking. DS is watching, incredulous. I still can see the look of hurt from the last time she looked at me. But I can tell she wants to try to stand up for herself. So I decided to include her in. Me, and you think it's right. If I take your words I can do what I want to my daughter, does that mean you will rape her, if you want to? And I'm going to stop you before you respond, because I know your answer already, it's no. So, do you think it's okay to treat DS more like an object you own than an actual teenager, your child? Ibe tries to speak yell, but I can't afford to let her cut me off with her B-U-L-L-S-H-T so I continue. Me, about that, have you seen DS's face while she was showing her the picture? She was so proud, she wanted you to see it. She wanted you to support her, and yet you start lecturing DS. You basically tell her she can't think for herself, have a different opinion than you, and on top of that you tell DS you own her. DS, tell your mom what you think about this situation. DS's voice isn't as strong as mine, but she says, I think it is unfair for me, I think I matter enough as a human to control my body and look the way I want to be. I want to be treated like a future adult and learn to make decisions by myself. And that was the last straw for Ibe, she storms off, yelling in the process, I'm going for a smoke and a drink. Not gonna lie, I feel so proud of myself for what I did. I think it was the right to do. And it was the first DS was able to speak for herself. I'm a proud sibling, guys. Our next post is by Jilin. Background, me and my whole family, expect my mother were at a summer cottage two days ago ago, total of six persons and my grandpa too who came there usually to eat. 
M, my stepmother D, my dad me, me so I was just playing FIFA 20 and doing a squad building challenge and let's call that SBC with the Sparks 1 that we have got in the living room so I needed a lot of Chinese players in the SBCs because I was doing CSL League SBC. So I was buying the players and looking the SBC on Futbean to find the right players. Also my siblings were swimming at that time when I was playing, so they are not in this story. So yeah this is where it all begins, M appears. M, why are you buying Chinese players, me, because I need them in an SBC M, what's an SBC? Me, squad building challenge M, but do you know the current situation in the world and Chinese people have the virus? Me, yes but this is a game so, I can't get the virus from buying Chinese players. M, you're wrong, they're Chinese so you'll get the virus and your dad is going to be mad. My dad apparently came to the living room when he heard the word, dad, and he asked what are you doing here? M, he's buying the coronavirus in that game. Me, no I'm not they're just Chinese football players I have to put in an SBC. D, my son is not buying the coronavirus in FIFA 20, should you go swim to get you calm now okay? M, well I don't want to go to swim, because why should I? Also this is serious, because your son is buying the coronavirus in FIFA 20 at this point I got the players to submit the SBC and well, I got inform Laurent, so fair profit I started to do another one after it, but my stepmom grabbed the controller and threw it in the big sea, luckily, very luckily, it hit my half brother's head, but he got hurt and the controller didn't get broken. D, what the hell have you done, you hurt our son and the controller is almost broken. M, goes to cure my half brother, by blowing at his head D, I'm going to grab the ice bag thing to help his head, stay here son. Me, okay dad I feel like M regrets it a lot, I've never liked MBTW she's actually entitled, and hope my dad gets a divorce or IDK. After that, my dad fixed the controller easily with some tools, and we had some fun games after that, and I played with my half-brother too, and it was fun too. It looks like you thought like, how did the controller hit Ops half-brother? But it really happened thanks god and half-brother. Thanks for reading. Our next post is by the Lunatic British. Just like the title says an entitled shitstin tried to take my guinea pig because she thinks that it looked scared slash sad. Now before I go into detail I wonder why a small animal would be scared of a loud, drunk and obnoxious idiot barging into my home. So currently 11pm at the time of this post and it's hot as fuck in the UK and I'm just about to try to go to sleep but lo and behold a drunk, idiotic, obnoxious brained and moron comes barging into my home and starts talking shit about me, my dad and my younger brothers. For those who catch on quickly I'm indeed talking about my mom, who I've blacklisted out of my life, who thinks the world revolves around her and has a hissy fit whenever someone proves her wrong. She starts sobbing and crying saying lunatic. Nobody loves me, why does nobody love me? To which I explain to her you're an abusive drunk, you're cruel and vindictive, you talk shit about your own fucking kids, and then start to wonder why nobody in your family loves you. She tries to bullshit her way out of it saying. Oh I don't mean it. I only say those things when I'm drunk, she doesn't, so as I'm tired, 
pissed off and done with her I tell her she can either get out on her own or I'll call the cops to get her out. She reluctantly does so, but when she walks past my living room and sees my guinea pig curled up next to a frozen water bottle she goes oh look at your little burrow by I I I I I he looks so sad at this point I walk to the door and order her out much more aggressive to try and get it through to her head that she has to leave. When she walks up she goes. Fine. I'll fucking leave. But I'm taking your guinea pig with me. It looks sad and scared, to which I grab the guinea pig out of her hands and shove her out locking the door behind me with her going. How dare you. I'm your mother. I demand you give me your guinea pig so I can look after it. She's still screaming her head off whilst I'm now stuck wide awake in this dreadful heat calming and soothing my guinea pig, and she wonders why I want to get a restraining order against her edit. Thank you all for the comments about my guinea pig, I'd reply to each of them, but it'd take some time to get to them all. The fluffy guy appreciates your love and care, and to those suggesting I get a restraining order I'm probably going to get one sometime soon edit too. Holy hell I wasn't expecting this post to blow up. Thanks for the golds and the awards and everything. Thank you all again for the comments about my guinea pig's health and safety. He's doing fine and keeping cool thanks to water bottles and other frozen bottle-like objects scattered around his cage with some vigors here and there because he's the goodest of boys and deserves them. Our next post is by is underscore not underscore available. So I got a call back yesterday from Candy Store that I applied to a few months ago. My, now, boss wanted me to come in today for orientation, paperwork and a tour. Keep in mind this Candy Store is a new location and doesn't open until Thursday. Also, I'm in the US, so masks are still required in public spaces and businesses. In addition, where I live customers aren't allowed to touch any unpackaged food, so things like those buffet things in ShopRite aren't allowed to be opened yet. MLS powerful demon ek demon spawn wf cool new work friend b boss, who is a devout Christian, so I was in the back of the store filling out paperwork and wf and b were talking about something in the office. B had asked me that, if anyone came into the store to just let them know we weren't open until Thursday. So I started filling out my forms, and occasionally people would walk in, and I would politely let them know we weren't open until Thursday, and they would leave. Enter M and Ek. Ek was your typical entitled 8 year old, but M didn't look like a Karen. Now just a point, that will be relevant later on, neither of them were wearing masks. I walked up to them, staying 6 feet away, and having my mask on. Me hey ma'am, I'm sorry but we aren't open yet. Emma it's almost the end of the day. Me yeah but. Echo oh 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 can I get some of those? Mom, can I? Can I? M sure just ask this nice young man me ma'am we aren't open yet mbs. You just don't want to work echo oh oh wait, can I get some of those too? Me I'm sorry, but we aren't open yet, we will be open on. M what was that I couldn't hear you. Me I'm sorry, but we aren't open yet, we will I'm sorry, still couldn't hear you. Would you mind taking of your mask? Me sorry I'm illegally not allowed to. Speaking of would you and your son mind putting on a mask? M fine, to herself, no other business has forced us to. She grabbed out cloth masks and gave one to her son and put the other one on herself, 
both wore them incorrectly, with their noses hanging out. M now will you serve us cause we put on the stupid masks me, I'm sorry but no. As I. M Jesus. We put on the masks now serve us. My boss apparently heard this, and came on out. B what seems to be the matter, and who said the lord's name? M, are you the manager? B yes. M, smugly, your worker here is being lazy, and won't serve me and my son, Eve so far as attempting to kick us out of the store. B ma'am we aren't open, yet the store doesn't open until Thursday. Ek who am I want my candy nuu. M, to ek, one moment we t, to be, well there was no obvious signs. My boss pointed to the giant words that said grand opening July 2nd M we well here employee was being rude to us. B how so? M he came up to us, and came within 6 feet of us, when we weren't wearing masks. B well you should be wearing a mask when entering a businesses. M I was told my doctor, that I'm not supposed to wear a mask, let me show you I have an ID card. B sighed and looked at the card. B I now these are fake. M no it is not. B you forgot to fill in your birth date and reason. M whatever just let me get my kid some candy. B for the last time, we are not open, please leave. X slipped under the ribbon, and started going around, and grabbing candy with his bare hands. WF sees this, and tries to stop the kid from tearing up the store. B what in the world? M I hope your business fails. E come here let's go. B are you crazy, your son just ruined half of my merchandise. WF call the police. M why are you calling the cops? I have done nothing wrong. B your son just ruined my merchandise. M how? B we are in the middle of a health crisis. We can't just have people reaching into candy containers with their hands that are covered in dirt and bacteria. M well you should have just let him get his candy, cause then we would have paid and been out to here by now. B for the last time, we aren't open for business yet. M whatever. She then pulled down her mask and, and coughed in B's face. Her son did the same thing Burr instead spat at me. She grabbed her kid, who had grabbed as much candy as he could fit in a bag he found, they dashed out of the store, and were gone by the time the police arrived. This all happened on a day, when I was just supposed to fill out forms, and take a tour of the facility. TL, doctor, lady refuses to leave a candy store that hasn't even opened its doors to the public. She coughed in my boss faces, before her son spat at me, and after he stole candy with his bare hands contaminating any of the candy in the same container. Update hash 1, I just want to clarify a few things. 1. I don't know why my boss left the door unlocked 2. We gave the footage from the camera to the police 3. I haven't heard whether or not she amd her son were caught yet 4. The candy was out because they were getting the store ready to open for Thursday 5. The kid reached his hand into the bucket of the dispensers on our wall of candy. It's essentially just a gravity fed hopper with a bucket on the, the bottom. You are supposed to grab the scoop. To dispense candy he lifted the flap and reached in to grab candy. Our next post is by pavg at 123. This is not my story but my cousins, told to me by my dad. It happened just a couple of days ago. Also things have opened up completely here, it is relevant for later. 
English is not my first language now a little bit of BG. My cousin bought last year a small shop that was next to some fields where teams go to practice. There are also pools there that are for teams but also open to public. Everything but the shop is public property. He manages it with my dad who has some experience with this sort of stuff. The shop sells coffee, soft drinks, snacks and some food that you find in cafes. Generally a pretty nice place. Now since things have opened up, the teams are holding matches there. A couple of days ago they were holding a beach volley match there. Now the shop, as far as I know, was open for the kids in case they needed anything later but also the parents. But no parents came. It was kinda weird, but my cousin and the person working there just shrugged it off as whatever. Maybe they were at the bleachers, which are located above the shop as they are part of the building. Nope once the match ended, some of the kids went by the shop. They know my cousin, so they spoke to him. It went something like this team, why didn't you let our parents watch our match? Cousin, what do you mean? We were open and the bleachers above us are public property. They are free to sit there, if they want the kids looked confused at my cousin. Turns out, their parents had lied to them, that the shop owner didn't let them sit and watch the match because their parents wanted to roam about and not watch. The kids left shortly after. It was really sad because one of the teams playing is from an island and they came here to have the match. And their parents just abandoned them there to roam the city tl slash dr. Epps lie about not being allowed on public property so they don't have to watch their kids beach volley match. Our next post is by hellhound265. Another story that I remembered after posting another story yesterday. This happened about 3 years ago in Germany after I just turned 18. It happened again in a grocery store, the only public place I really frequently go to, so yeah. Also after I got my driver's license, my parents gifted me a used Puget 207 Southwestern, built around 2012 to 2013, really nice and good first car, don't judge me, my family is a bit well off, not rich but none of us is entitled, this is also important for the story. Back then I just turned 18, backslash 180 centimeters, 5 feet 11 or 6 inches, whatever you prefer, and weighed only around 139 pounds, which is not much for my height. This story is also hardly verbatim, since it has been so long, so I'll paraphrase to the best I can. Keep in mind that German grocery stores hardly have in-store security, if any at all. On to the story, it actually started in the parking lot where I just parked my car, still somewhat feeling mighty good driving my own car around and getting that good portion of independence by it. While I'm getting my shopping cart I hear some little brat whining about something and turned my head just to see the entitled mom and her young son, think pre-primary school, stepping out of a nice and expensive looking BMW. She came up to me and asked for my shopping cart, which I declined because I had to put a coin in it. From what I remember she frowned, waved it off and muttered something, but I just locked my car and went shopping not thinking about any of this, in case some of you didn't know, shopping carts are locked and you need to put a coin into it to be able to use it. You only get the coin back 
if you lock the cart to where it belongs after you finished shopping. Now all the while I'm shopping you can hear the entitled brat, Eb, complain about this and that in the store even about the smallest nonsense things. But it all started to go south when I wanted to treat myself to some beer, a bottle of wine and cigarettes. The legal drinking age in Germany for beer and wine is 16. Legal age for the hard stuff is 18. Smoking also 18. Now these sections are close to the cash register for obvious reasons. And spoiler, it was the last bottle of this kind of wine and M didn't like it one bit that I took it. I put it in the cart and almost instantaneously hear the ahem followed by an I wanted that bottle, young man, in an annoyed voice. It was M. Now I was a confrontational person even back then, but I was more polite in my way of not backing down. So I turned around and did the only reasonable thing. Said it was first come, first serve and that she could ask the cashier if they had more bottles in stock. For some reason, a completely reasonable response made that Karen freak out. Here comes the infamous and informal slogan of this subreddit I'm a single mother and I'm in a hurry, give me that bottle, I deserve it more than you, she growled. Followed by something along the lines of you're too young for such stuff anyway. Does your social worker know what you're doing with your money? Getting drunk on taxpayer money? Now I was gobsmacked and irate at this woman, who does she think she is? I was still trying to be polite in a hopeless effort to defuse the situation. I'm in the process of graduating school, how would I be on social aid? I muttered which just made her angrier for some reason. M, go do something with your life, you alcoholic. Only failures and people on welfare drive such low level cars, she meant my car keys which were half-heartedly hanging out my jeans pockets. How delusional was this woman? Last time I checked people on welfare are taking buses. She tried to reach for the bottle, tried to slap my hand and even wanted to yank my shopping cart away. Which is when I pulled my shopping cart away and told her to leave me alone and to get away from me in a stern voice. She did the opposite. And then it happened quite fast. From what I remember she lunged forward and tried to take a wild swing at my face which I blocked by basically smacking her hand away, a basic move you learn in many Far East martial arts styles, and yes I have some years of training experience in judo, but was never fully into it, and I had already stopped training for quite a while when this happened. Yet, you still don't forget the basic moves. Before someone could step in, and before I cold even told her to stop, she already tried swinging at me again. Now I grabbed her wrist with one hand, grabbed her sleeve with the other, and threw her over my back onto the ground using her momentum, which is a basic judo move. She however landed so badly on her bottom, that she got hurt and ambulance and police were called. At this point, Epp somewhat curled herself in agony on the ground and screamed bloody murder while people started to come over. A cashier supposedly saw the whole thing and there were cameras but this somewhat unnerved me. I never had contact with the police and didn't know what would happen now although I technically did nothing wrong. Cue to the ambulance and the police and her supposed brother, or she cold lied about the single parent thing, came to pick up the little brat. Police took statements, watch CCTV and the whole shebang, while I was kinda unnerved the whole time. The fact that this Karen still screamed bloody murder in pain and was trying to threaten everyone with a lawsuit who came near her didn't exactly help the situation. 
until she got carried of in an ambulance because there was something with her hip. They obviously didn't tell me exact information, but the hard fall onto her bottom seems to have made some kind of damage to her hip. In the end police told me that nothing would really come of her threats and I could press charges, but I declined because a hospital visit is a good enough lesson. I also didn't want to put time, effort and some money I didn't have into a lawsuit when I should be focused on graduating and moving on to university. I got the employee discount at checkout as an apology for experiencing attempted assault. Haven't heard from Karen or her lawyer to this day. Our next post is by Hellhound265. First post on this subreddit, yada yada. Enjoy, this happened in Germany, not too long ago. Keep in mind, that there are mostly smaller retailers here and not so much big box stores like in other parts of the world. Which means that most small stores don't have dedicated store security, at least I've never seen them. I'm also 21, male, backslash 180 centimeters, backslash 5 minutes and 11 seconds. I'm also generally a quiet and respectful man, but tend to have a short fuse about some pet peeves, like strangers touching me, or following me around, because I like to keep to myself. Also I'm really enjoying, non-physical, confrontation if someone pushes for it, but I won't start drama on my own. On to the story, the cast, K, the entitled Karen me the guy who doesn't work at the grocery store, so I was shopping in a German food store to get some groceries, snacks and the likes, when I ran into an entitled Karen. I was wearing cargo shorts and a rack slash DC shirt, so I wasn't exactly looking like a store employee, never mind that my cart was decently filled with various different items. I was minding my own business when I heard a surprisingly polite voice behind me, K, um, hey, young man. I turn around and see the future Karen, a bit shorter than me, middle-aged, not the special haircut and a seemingly fake friendly smile, IDK, just put me off for some reason, combined with her general nosy arrogant attitude. Me, are you looking for something? K, yes, go fetch some item for me please. At least she was friendly about it, but said it, as if nothing was wrong with it. I personally never saw an employee at a store like this play fetch for a customer. Most they do, is either tell slash show you where the item is, and you have to get it yourself. Me, trying to smile at her, I'm sorry, I don't work here, but you can find, item, at, location, I then turned around, and went on about my day, but I guess we all know that's not the end of the story. After a few steps, Karen flipped a switch, and decided to go crazy, as I heard her stomping after me. Kay, what? Do your job you worthless subhuman. She actually used the German Nazi term Untermensch which is a huge no-geo in Germany, for obvious reasons. You're here to serve me, she growled and grabbed me by the shoulder, remember I had a short fuse about being touched. And I don't take to kindly on being berated by rude strangers either. And since Karen decided to push for unnecessary confrontation, I decided that she could get some. Me, turning around and smacking her hand away from my shoulder. First, do not touch me. Keep your hands to yourself. K, decided to interrupt me and get invisibly more irate. Me, shut. I'm not finished. Also, you can f asterisk ck right off with that Nazi terminology. 
and even if I worked here, you don't get to verbally abuse workers and treat them like slaves. Do your shopping yourself, I only got louder when she tried to interrupt me because I hate it, so she didn't exactly had a chance to interrupt me. Kay, how dare you touch me? Learn some respect, you should help out a CIE Inglemother. Note, there was no kid around at that time, so I don't know why she said that. It's hard enough for me, so I deserve some nice things. Me, getting F asterisk CKED and then dumped by a guy doesn't exactly sound like an achievement to me, and certainly doesn't mean that I have to cater to your needs when I have other things to do. Karen gasped like a fish, mouth open and stammering. She was so red in the face I thought she was about to explode physically. K, I, um. I'm still your elder. You should have respect and do as I say. Be grateful for your elders. Me, you certainly look like a mummy, but that doesn't mean I have to treat you with respect. You obviously don't deserve it, and it's ridiculous that you think I owe you anything. Yeah it kinda went from about me being a store employee to me having to cater to her needs for whatever reasons although I don't work neither then nor as a personal butler, and that's right then, when a manager turned the corner. I was surprised Karen didn't scream for one yet. Cue the manager asking what the problem is, and Karen explaining that I should be fired for being a worthless human being. She literally told the manager I should not only be fired, but should be put down, like if I was an animal with rabies or something like that. What the heck? As you most likely know, the manager told Karen that I did not work here but somehow Karen still believed that I should be her personal slave slash butler for whatever reason and the manager and I shared a look. After every reasoning with Karen failed, I chimed in, me, if you don't leave me alone right now, I will call the police. I'm going to leave now. I turned and slowly left, where I could hear manager and Karen still arguing behind me, until manager threatened to call the police if she doesn't leave the store right now. I heard a loud crash and turned my head. Karen had flipped her shopping cart in her agent power walked out of the store while the manager called for some cleaning staff to help fix the mess. And that's the end right there. No police involved, to my knowledge. Could be that Karen got in trouble later over the damaged shopping goods and groceries, no false allegations, and no physical violence. I didn't get a coupon or a discount, but that didn't bother me, since I'm not about that. Our next post is by Bluffile. This happened in about 2004, when I finished my teaching certificate and started working in an elementary school. Even though the town is in coastal California the school was very poor compared to others in the district. I was put in charge of the gifted and talented gate classes for a small stipend in addition to the reading remediation classes I taught. We had zero funding and I needed to fundraise to do activities. The majority of the kids were English language learners and I was able to use testing scores as well as non-verbal testing to determine potential in non-English speaking kids. It was a great group and I loved working with kids who were dismissed by their teachers for not understanding the class that they were, in fact, very smart and capable. The awesome principal gave us lots of ideas about fundraising possibilities and we first went with selling ice cream floats on Friday. I put out the word to parents for donations and was all set. Friday comes. Almost the end of school. I'm waiting for the donation of root beer and the app walks in empty handed. 
She is a white upper middle class woman who has been very braggadocious all year about her great kids. It seems that the 5th grade teacher had been selling ice cream on Fridays to exclusively benefit his class and was mad that anyone horning on his exclusive Friday space. The principal had given us permission to fundraise, but he was not having it. Out of respect for Mr. Budhead, I will not be bringing you any supplies. She said. I was stunned. I started crying, but she just stuck up her nose and turned around. I told my coworker, and she said she would set up and start if I bolted to the store and back we could start just a few minutes late. I bolted as balty as I could bolt, through tears, and made it back in time for a swarm of slightly confused kids. I discussed it with the principal, and she was furious at Epp and the butthead teacher. She told me he had run of the ship long enough, and from now on there would be a Friday sign up that she would approve personally. Now for the revenge. I was still in tears and felt broken down. I told my dad, and he was furious too. He's a bit of an dad, but no one messes with his baby girl, except him, we talked about it, and he hatched a generous plan to, at least, not let the butthead win for another week. I discussed it with my principal the next day and her eyes lit up. We are starting a new program called, Character Counts at the School. This will be perfect. So the next Friday, everyone in the school got a free ice cream because, as the slip of paper that was given with every pop said, character counts, a very generous community member has donated ice cream to you in the spirit of generosity. Generosity is the first of our four character traits we will focus on this month. Be good to each other. I help hand out to every student in the school and were super excited that they could save their little bit of money for another day. I ate a pop and glared at Mr. Budhead. I guess it's more of petty revenge, but it was to Epps a parent and teacher. Best feeling ever. And screw you, Kathy. Our next post is by Chaos Kitten. I've been getting a lot of texts from my mother-in-law complaining that any time she tries to go shopping or to a restaurant they keep getting kicked out and banned. I've been ignoring her because I figured she was exaggerating and being overly dramatic. Just going crazy from being trapped inside on Monday, I met her at an outdoor restaurant and was shocked to see that she didn't have a mask. I figured she was just not wearing it outside because everyone is 10 plus feet away and it's 90 degrees out. We went inside to order, me putting my mask back on and her, not. We were stopped and an employee very nicely and gently asked her to put a mask on or wait outside while I ordered. She scoffed at the sheeple and produced a rather ratty card that granted her some magical exemption to wearing a face mask. She loudly declared that her First Amendment rights were being violated and that they have no legal right to make her wear a mask. Which is true, but they can deny her service. She was hollering and carrying on about how they aren't doctors, so they can't make medical recommendations. Also true, but the mask rule is set down by the CDC and pretty much every doctor ever. I just walked out after 10 minutes and went home. She texted me to apologize for their ignorance and wants to make plans to try again. I have no plans on seeing her again for a long while, or possible ever. I'm still getting texts from her though about how she can't shop for food and how nothing is fair. I've suggested Instacart and online, but she wants to go to the store. 
I really want to point out that she's being a selfish idiot, not a good Christian, and generally a huge pain, and is going to end up banned from every restaurant and store in this small town and amp. Hash X200B. Freedom to breathe agency Akonome asks for me. Our next post is by Thevegetations. This all took place last winter, but I just remembered it. My mother is disabled and uses a wheelchair, so we are often given extra help navigating airports. We usually leave her personal wheelchair at home when we fly because it's a bitch and a half trying to transport it and our extended family has a spare chair for her to use when we visit. One time, we were told that we would be put at the front of the cab line because my mother was using one of the airport wheelchairs and they try to free those up as soon as possible for other disabled travelers who might need them. The skycap, like a bellhop, but for airports I think, took our luggage so I could push my mom and took us to the front of the line. This airport was near DC, so they have different taxi services depending on if you want to go into the city or to Maryland. The skycap took us to the very front of the line, asked us where we were going, into the city, then walks away so that he could find a free cab from the back of the line for us. We did not steal this man's long-awaited cab. Beside us was a family with two little girls. The Ed looked pissed and kept shooting me and my mother dirty looks. My mom was tired from traveling and pretty checked out, otherwise she probably would have given up the cab to appease this clown. She's nice like that. Luckily for her, her daughter isn't. The skycap led the cab past the line of other cabs and gestured for it to pull up in front of us. Immediately, the family cuts past us and the Ed starts loading up his luggage while his wife and kids avoid eye contact and get into the car. I was in disbelief, expecting the skycap to say something, but he just stood there looking uncomfortable. Me, excuse me, that's our cab Ed, giving me another nasty glare, we were in line first me, we were taken to the front of the line, because my mother is disabled, there's no way he didn't see her, she was sitting right beside me, Ed, my family has been waiting 15 minutes for this cab. Me, gesturing at the sky cab, he brought this taxi over specifically for us. Ed, ignores me, cabbie, where are you headed? Ed, random Maryland address. Cabbie, sir, this cab only goes to DC. You'll have to get another one. I gave him the smuggest look I could muster and helped my mom from her chair to the car as he unloaded all his luggage. The skycap didn't help him and neither did his wife. Then he and the cabbie started loading up our bags for us while the Ed hauled all his luggage back to the cab literally right behind ours, which he could have waited 30 seconds for instead, but someone else had grabbed it while he was busy being a prick. Our next post is by poplio underscore loves underscore gaming. Hey guys, so I thought about this from a few days ago and decided to post it here. A little backstory, my mother is not the entitled mom in this story, but her mother is. My mother's family didn't have a whole lot of money growing up and lived in a rough, not so normal home, I don't want to be disrespectful. Her mother, M, didn't have a job, but nice dad, ND, did, but only 20 bucks a week. They each had 7 kids together. M was not the most respectful person in the world and encouraged her kids not to go to college. Out of the 7 kids, my mom was the only one to go to college and graduate, I love you mom, if you are reading this. Now on to the story. 
While my mom was in college, she knew she needed money, so she started a lawn mowing business $10 for one mowed lawn. The chaos began whenever her mother found out what business she was doing. One day, my mother opened up the door to find her mother standing there. The following conversation went like this, M, hey M how was school today? M, it was mediocre. M, so I heard you started a lawn mowing business? M, having a nose she found out moment, yeah. What about it? M, well, since I'm your mother and gave birth to you, don't you think I should have half of it? M, are you serious right now? M, yes. I'm serious. Give half of it to me now. M, just generally p asterisk 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 div right now, fine. My mother then gave her $5 before she walked away. This continued on for a couple of years before she got a then boyfriend, now divorced husband, and decided to move out of that heck hole, yeah I know what I meant. Andy understood while M realized that meant no more payday for her and tried to stop her. M yelled at her and told her to stay the asterisk 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 away from her. She then moved out to stay with her now divorced husband and had two children together. They then decided it was not working and decided to get divorced. She then met a new person who is my amazing father and married him after a year and half of dating. Her and my father then had me and my amazing little brother. She is way nicer than M. If you want to hear more stories, yes, this isn't the only one, then I would happily go on about my mother's M. Hope you all have a great day and stay safe. D-Edit, thank you guys so much for the support. Me and my family are doing great right now, and I hope yours is doing well too. D-Edit 2, thank you kind stranger for the gold. It is my first award and I will cherish it, and GT, D-Edit 3, I'm trying to post another entitled parent story, but the mods won't let me. Our next post is by Bookslayer 999 Yeah, what the title says is true. This actually happened last week. Obligatory mobile speech, yada yada. Some slight backstory, I, 16 meters, work at a restaurant, known for fancy foods and the like, so we get a lot of business. Especially during the summer. We had just reopened for business after the corona lockdown and more, and more people had started to come in to eat. About the layout of the restaurant, the dishwashing room has two entrances across from each other with one that leads to the kitchen, and one that leads to the dining room. Also, when someone orders a dish we put the food right into the dish, like most restaurants. Now with that out of the way, let's get into the story. Keep in mind, me, I, M, you know, K, M's child, doesn't say anything, but just stands there, SC, sous chef it was a busy day, and I was running around the dishwashing room, to get stuff done when M and K come through the doorway. This isn't that unusual, as some people may have missed the bathrooms and came down this hallway instead. Not trying to be rude, I say, me, hello. Are you looking for someone? M, in a sweet tone, yes actually, I'm looking for the dishwasher. This is odd, because I just clean the dishes, I don't make them. Me, that would be me. M, dropping the voice, I want a full refund. My plate had food on it, and it was disgusting. My baby couldn't eat his food because of it. 
me, well, I'm not the person to talk to about the quality of the food. And the plates always come with your food on it. M, no. You don't understand. There was food on my plate. As in it was not clean. And yes you are the person to talk to about this. Now I want to see your manager. Me, knowing where this is going, well, the chef isn't here today, but SC is right there, if you need him. But as you can see, I turn around, and grab a bunch of knives and turn around, I have a lot of stuff to do, and you aren't supposed to be here, so why all of a sudden, M lets out a huge scream as she eyes me with fear. Then, out of her purse she pulls a bottle of pepper spray and sprays my face. I'm carrying things in both my hands, so I cannot block it. I I takes a second, but my eyes start to burn, and I drop everything, and cover my face. All of this is happening, while Em is screaming her head off, yelling, Em, help. Help. He's trying to kill me and my boy. Help, help. By now I'm on the ground curled up. I can't see, and it burns bad. Me, aaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaa
Ara is barking back because he's a shepherd and instinctively is trying to protect me. Before M could get over there I'm trying to pull A's leash away, but Ed will just not leave us alone. Then Ed starts growling and showing teeth, and is trying to bite me, and A by this time M and Ed have ran over there and grabbed Ed before anyone got hurt. I was fine but shaken up. I had headphones in and had interest in talking to M, but then she gets right up behind me and taps me on the fucking shoulder. The audacity. I take them out, and she says to me I'm so sorry, can you not walk A down this way anymore? I know you don't live down this way and you'll just have to come back around. The. Fucking. Audacity so I say Ed just tried to attack me and A. If he's aggressive why, do you have him off leash? Then X says he's fine, unless someone walks by. I like to play fetch with him sometimes. So then I say I'll turn around tonight, but I'm not going to change my walking habits, because you don't know how to train a dog it was mostly dark, but I could see their stunned faces. M starts screaming at me saying that A actually is the aggressor, and not Ed, and saying they're calling animal control. I just turned around, and walked home at that point. Looks like I actually have a call, to make to animal control. Edit, in my county you are not allowed to put dogs down under any circumstance. Even aggressive ones, since shelters were lying about the reason they were putting dogs down. I have not made a call to animal control yet, I'm planning on talking with the neighbor that got bit first. However in my neighborhood you are 100% allowed to have your dog off leash in your yard, and on a walk. So no I'm not entitled. I've also decided to not take my dog over there until I call animal control. And thank you for all the compliments on my dog. I'm giving him lots of pets. Our next post is by Valkyrie underscore Valfrija. Hi guys I'm new here and already have a lot of entitled people stories so for some backstory, I'm a 16 year old that lives in a small town in Canada, and, we live in a neighborhood with a lot of friendly people except for a few of our neighbors maybe, so this happened about 2 years ago, and I remember it so vividly, we bought a blue rubber swimming pool online and we never even got to put it up let alone put water in it, so 3 weeks later we decided to set it up. Fast forward 6 days, and I was in the pool chilling when suddenly I hear Eck, Mommy, there is a girl in that swimming pool and it's color blue and blue is not for girls and us being the only people in the neighborhood with a swimming pool I knew I was in trouble, so I tried as hard as possible to get out of the pool without making a sound, but all thanks to me tripping and falling. Backwards into the pool, caught the attention of the M, she goes to the gate that separates the two houses, and tells me M, hey um can my son take a dip into your pool he really likes it, and I replied with me, I'm sorry ma'am, but first you need to ask my parents and second no I'm sorry M then goes stomping back into her house, and I thought it was over, only to come back out with a pair of scissors in hand, I call my parents and siblings to help pull the pool away from the gate and my dad goes to the M and say dad. Hey are you effing crazy M, your daughter is splashing all over the place, and is getting our yard sloppy and wet ug me, no that's not true I get cut off M, oh would you look at my lawn, now if you would like to say sorry then you would give me your pool keep, in mind that she said that while my dad, mom, and sisters were there as well dad. What the f woman it's just water, if my daughter really did splash on your yard then I'll have to check the cctv camera he walks into the house. 
to get his phone later on he comes back and shows the part where I accidentally fell M. See dad, fine we will discuss this in the house now I wasn't here at this part, but M called the attention of my mom and told her M, you know what I'm saying, you have three beautiful children and all our girls, right and we both know that you would not allow your girls to become a, well you know mom takes the mug she had, took water from the pool splashing the neighbor then returns to the house before laughing till she cried, but after she did, that we went out and the woman was missing. And we were all relieved. Thanks for listening or reading. Our next post is by Nathan to 035. So let me get it out of the truth. I was born in Chicago and raised mostly Mexican, but since my older siblings had an American father they spoke English, then my mother, Mexican, met my father, also Mexican. So two other people I look the most Mexican in my family. Anyway onto the story. Ep entitled person me, the one and only myself see cashier two days before i posted this my mom was sick my dad and siblings were at work and or school my mom let me stay cause she wanted company she is scared being alone she gave me 30 dollars to go to the store just two blocks away to get some medicine and something for myself a few minutes later i enter the store looking for medicine all the labels were in spanish so my mexican side took over and reads me in spanish Stomach pain, neck pain, then, they come an ep, oh my god guys call the police we got an illegal Mexican hear me, what are you talking about ep, you spoke Spanish, and you look Mexican, so you are illegal me, woman are you stupid, kids can speak Spanish from school, cause of Spanish class and since I'm Mexican I speak Spanish doesn't mean I was born here ep, you are lying and calling the police since she didn't. No Spanish I just decided to curse her out, sensitive course, me, in Spanish, this stupid be asterisk 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 h thinks that I speak Spanish I'm illegal see, in Spanish, yeah, she doesn't know that everyone that works here is Mexican cause we look American ep, what, you are an illegal immigrant to me, do you not realize that everyone that is working here is Mexican ep? EWW, if you are all Mexican then I don't want to be in this store with Mexicans ever again me, thank you for finally having a good idea for once she leaves, and I get my mom's medicine, and I didn't realize, until I got home, that they repay me with the medicine, being 50% off, turns out that entitled Karen was harassing the employees for 3 months, so I did them a favor. Our next post is by MR underscore nightmares. Me, Moose Elevator. Egg, my, entitled grandma. NV, nice volunteer. When I was in 7th grade I was on the cross country team. At one of the races my grandparents came to watch, but my other family members couldn't make it. My grandmother is very entitled, and treats me like I'm 4, and can't do anything for myself. She also does not respect my privacy, she has walked into my room multiple times without knocking, and ignores my opinion. So, the boys raced first, then the girls raced second. After I completed the race, I went to see what the snack stand had for when the girls finished. Then my grandmother came up. Egg, baby, do you want a cupcake? Me, internally groaning, no, I have to wait for the girls to finish first. Egg, to the volunteer running the stand this is ridiculous. If my baby wants a cupcake he can have a cupcake. Me, understanding how the children of Epps feel, it's fine. 
I don't mind. Egg marched up to the stand and snatched up a cupcake. Envy, ma'am, you can't just egg. If my grandson wants a cupcake, he can have a cupcake. Note that I never said I wanted one and repeatedly asked her to stop. Egg matched up to me and handed me the cupcake. I returned it to the stand. My grandmother walked off in a rage. I apologized for my grandmother and the volunteer was understanding because she was a friend of my grandpa and knew what my grandmother was like. Later, after the races, I had a brownie instead. Much healthier. Our last post is by Tiger King Quinton. So this happened a week or two ago. So for those who haven't seen my previous post, I'm currently working as an online shopper at a certain orange and maroon British shop. The job basically involves me going around the store picking up shopping for 1 to 8 people at a time. On that day there was a lady with her teenage looking daughter, probably no less than 17, who looked a little confused, so I put on my best friendly customer assistant's voice while quickly throwing an item in my cart. Are you alright there madam? She darts her head around and says ah, we're looking for the, insert item I don't remember, I remember knowing where the item was, and I was going to that aisle anyway, so I just said oh yeah, I'm going there right now, I'll show you where they are. I take her to where the item she was looking for was, and park up my cart, to grab the stuff I need. She asks me to grab it for her, it was on a hug up shelf, and I'm tall, and have long arms, and she was pretty short, the daughter was on her phone, so I was just like of course. She throws the item in her bag, and says I need, the second item next, could you take me to where that is? The following conversation ensues. Me, oh sorry I can't, I need to finish up this shopping her, well you're doing shopping anyway, you can just get whatever you need in the same place as what I need. What if I can't reach? Me, there'll be other member of staff or you could ask your daughter to help her, this is incredibly disrespectful, whatever happened to the customer is always right. Me, nothing, I just can't follow you around and do your shopping for you because I have to do my work her. Go get your manager, I'll sort something out with th daughter, oh for fuck's sake mum. You're not doing this again. Huh, don't you dare swear at me young lady daughter because I should listen to you. The lady who treats store employees as their servants and calls the manager when it doesn't go her way. I was honestly counting down the minutes until you started being a bitch towards the employees. I start to shuffle away while I can stand my ground in confrontation. I feel super awkward during domestic disputes. Huh, we are going to talk about this when we get home then to me where are you going? Daughter, no we won't. Leave the guy alone. I'm walking home and staying in my room. The mother grabs her daughter by the arm and people are looking into the aisle and skipping it to avoid all this conflict. Thankfully, my little scanner has a button to call a manager, so I quickly press that before things get worse. The manager see the mother and daughter screaming at each other. Manager, both of you. Break it up. Suddenly the entitled lady becomes like a little child who's telling on a mean classmate mother, oh thank goodness you're here, your employee is refusing to help me, and told my daughter that he'll get her free stuff if she beats me up daughter, that's not true. My mum is being her usual self wanting everyone to bend to her will, when I wanted to leave she grabbed me manager, yes I saw that. Tiger what happened?
me, I showed this woman where the item was that she wanted, got it down from a shelf then she demanded I follow her around in case she can't get anything else. Daughter, and I can vouch for that manager, right then, ma'am, I'm giving you one chance to leave the store right now otherwise I will call security and have you escorted out. There was no objections from the mother and she left before security was called. The daughter got some free stuff for having to put up with all that and I got to finish after my current shop, so just under an hour early, though that was probably because there wasn't much stuff left to gather. Edit, thank you kind redditor for the gold, my first gold, and not a bad post to get it on. That's it for edit reddit. I hope you enjoyed. Please leave a good rating, and fill out the form in the description, as that really helps me out.